Welcome to Freedom Friday. Mark Danolo here, CEO of Sales Globe and Art School MBA. And we're picking up on part two of how you can increase your sales organization without adding a headcount. Number three, pinpoint what to stop, start, or continue. This is a great exercise to do with your organization. In fact, it's a juicy thing to dig in to the sales time allocation results and have the group talk about relative to the job role and what you've, you've designed, what the job should actually be doing. So what should we stop doing? What should we start doing that's new? And, and what should we continue? And for the things that you stop doing, what are you going to do with those? And broadly, you can do three basic things with those. You can completely end it, meaning we don't, we're not going to do that anymore. Uh, you can shift it to some other role uh, in some situations, for example, uh, the Tony situation, we created a job called a service consultant. And that job would actually go in and do all the warehouse work, all that stuff that Tony was doing, and free him up. So somebody else is doing it. Or the third thing you could do is you could automate it, right? So one client we worked with, we found out they were, their salespeople were spending only about four to eight hours a week of time in contact with the customer. Okay, so that's frightening. That's like 10 to 20% of their time was only spent on customer contact. And when we started to talk with the organization about it, and we talked with the leadership about it, they said, well, you know, we're a very collaborative culture, you know, and, and they went on to explain their, their culture. And, um, and, and what they realized as they were talking about it, collaborative culture meant they have lots of internal meetings. And lots of internal meetings meant people had all sorts of stuff to do other than being out in front of the customer. They might be talking about the customer, but they weren't actually out in front of the customer. So the CEO of the company took a look at this and she said, okay, that's it. We're having no internal meetings except on Fridays. Every other day, I want people out of the office. I want them in front of customers or I want them talking to customers. And things changed dramatically. The sales time increased and the productivity increased dramatically. So they figured out what they were going to stop doing. They were going to stop having all these internal meetings. Step number four, calculate the ROI of what you're going to get out of what you're doing. Another client we work with, they spent a lot of time, the reps spent a lot of time doing pricing and quotation work. And what they were able to do is they were able to calculate what it was costing in terms of sales productivity with all that time spent doing that quote work. And they figured out that they could actually put in that new pricing system, that new software in place. And, and that was actually going to save them money in the long run because people were actually going to be producing revenue rather than doing all that pricing work. So from a simple perspective, here's how you can look at ROI. And I'm going to give you just a very simple example. We've got a great ROI model. If you contact us, we'll be happy to send it to you. But very simply, if you said, okay, our sales organization is spending about half its time selling because we find that a lot. It's been 50% of its time selling. And we're a company of, say, we do $2 billion in revenue and we've got 500 reps, quota-bearing reps. If we were able to add 5% more selling time, that means bringing the selling time from 50% up to 55%. We're adding 5% more selling time. And with that additional selling time, we only got 20% of the current revenue productivity that we got of our current selling time. So I'm not expecting they're going to get the same level of productivity per hour. If you want to calculate it that way. Only 20% of what we're getting before. That's going to give that company an additional $40 million in sales capacity. 
So that's only assuming 20% of their time is being used in terms of productivity, sales productivity of that additional time. That's an amazing return. Well, how do they get 5% more time? What some of those things I just talked about, they're stopping certain things, they're automating certain things, they're moving certain things to other lower cost jobs that I can actually do that better and more effectively. Number five, focus on the behavioral change. Okay, so it's one thing to calculate all this and to say, here's what we're going to do in terms of of actions and what we're going to save, but you have to get the people to do it, right? So if we told Tony, okay, you got more time to sell, we might not be able to get Tony to do it because Tony just doesn't have that DNA pool, right? So they're going to fall into one of two camps, either A, They're going to gladly take that extra time and they may even take some additional quota because they want to do their real jobs and they want you to remove those contaminants. Those are the people that are trying to communicate something to you with Sales Time Optimizer. They're trying to tell you something and they're saying, hey, get this stuff out of my job so I can actually do my real job. And so those are the people you're going to encourage, you're going to support, and they're going to be thanking you for this. The second group of people are people that really don't want their jobs to be decontaminated because they fall back into the same behaviors. They're going to regress right back into the same behaviors. So you get a pack of Tonys and they really want to be service people. So at that point with that that second group, you need to do some talent assessment on who you have in your inventory and whether you can coach and develop them or whether you're going to have to move them to other roles or whether they're going to have to find other roles in other organizations or other companies so that you can actually upgrade. So the behavioral change is a really important part. So you have got to understand who you have, the DNA pool, and and what you're going to be able to do with it. And number six, your job's not done. You've got to continue to measure and manage this over time. So if you do a sales time allocation study, and I've heard this one numerous times, well, but we did we did that time allocation study, and our sales organization only spends 55% of its time selling. Okay, great. So when was that? It was about a year ago. Okay, so you've got like a historical photo, a historical snapshot of what happened a year ago. What have you been doing? Well, we've been implementing all these different changes. What are they doing now? Well, we believe it's improved. They basically have no information. It's like, you know, they're taking off uh, and taking an initial compass reading and, and leaving shore and they're heading out of the ocean, but they haven't taken a reading in a year and they have no idea where they really are, right? So you've got to take periodic measurements. So if you use something like Sales Time Optimizer, you're getting an ongoing reading of how the organization is spending its time by those different categories. And the periodic measurement, it kind of gives you a motion picture or at least some kind of stop action photos of what's changing and the ROI you're getting over time. So you can start to manage to that. So the organization I mentioned that bought that pricing tool, well, they they do this thing every quarter and they're able to see the movement in their organization and they're able to say, okay, we're paying for that system and it's actually working. So when you're looking at your organization, you can also turn the focus to you. You can look at how you spend your time using the same methodology and the same kind of tools, actually. And it's uncomfortably revealing when you turn the measurement to yourself because you're actually seeing what you're doing. But you can also decontaminate your role and you can increase your productivity along the way. So look at how your sales organization spends its time. Decontaminate to increase productivity. Don't add the headcount. And use this thinking and these new ideas in your free to Friday and every day.